Welcome everyone to the Sunday edition of the God Minute we call Breaking Open the Word. I'm Father Michael. Beloved of God, today is the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, and our gospel for this Sunday is taken from the 13th chapter of Mark's gospel, verses 24 to 32. Let's just take a moment to place ourselves in the presence of the Lord, just to kind of quiet ourselves and listen to the words that the Lord wants to speak to us today. Jesus said to his disciples, in those days, that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from the sky and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the end of the earth to the end of the sky. Learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that he is near at the gates. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or hour, no one knows. Neither the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So there were these three friends from uh, the local congregation. And they were asked when... You're in your casket, and friends and congregation members are mourning over you. What would you like to hear them say? Artie said, I would like them to say I was a wonderful husband and a fine spiritual leader and a a great family man. Merle said, "Eh, that's good. I'd like for them to say that I was a wonderful teacher and a servant of God who made a huge difference in people's lives. Don said, well, if I'm honest, I'd like to hear them say, look, he's moving. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) You know, as we near the end of our liturgical year, it's typical for us to hear the words of sacred scripture that speak of Christ's future coming. Even though the scriptures point to that incredible moment in our future, we're quite stunned by the reality that we know not the day nor the hour. Suddenly we recognize the future holds a a great deal of both promise and mystery. Unfortunately, I think we spend too much time worrying about the mystery the things or time we do not know, 
rather than staying focused on the promise of Christ. You see, God is telling us the inevitable is going to happen. He will come again in glory. Okay, so what does that mean for us? How does that make a difference in my life today? Well, have you ever noticed how much time we spend looking towards the future? Think about it for just a minute. It's the weekend. The weekend always brings a chance to step out of our weekly routine and do something different. How much time did you spend this week planning and or daydreaming in preparation for this weekend and all the activities that go with it. Think of how much time is spent throughout the week preparing for family activities. Activities that require taking the children to and from some place that they're involved with. Think about the number of hours that are taken up by scheduling appointments, going to the grocery store, planning a dinner party. Think of how much time it takes on a daily basis to plan meals for a week and then go out and shop for that. Think about the number of hours that are spent throughout the year trying to decide what to do for your vacation. I mean, we spend a great deal of time looking towards what is to come. Rarely do we find ourselves just living in the moment. Seldom do we find ourselves just enjoying what we're doing right now. Most of the time we're distracted because we're thinking about the next things that's going to happen. You know, I wish you could meet every member of my family. They're great people, and thank God they all have a wonderful sense of humor, and they're not afraid to share that humor. The other day I was returning from daily mass, and uh, I was driving in my car, and I get this call from my sister. She said, I have a story for you that will make your day. Oh, I love stories that make my day. I was getting ready for work, she said, and both my husband and my son told me how beautiful I looked and uh, how ready I looked for the day. It was going to be a great day, I thought. I mean, that compliment went a, a long way. However, she says, as I drove down the street, something seemed odd with my blouse. It was then I realized I was wearing it inside out. Here is a day when I have numerous out-of-town clients to see and I'm wearing my shirt inside out. She concluded by saying, that's the last time I trust those two idiots to send me off to work. Honestly, I know my sister. <laughs> I'm certain that she was distracted thinking about her day, all the stuff that was coming up, all the things she had to do, all the things she had to accomplish, and to make sure that her husband and her son were all set for another day. It happens to all of us, right? Well, needless to say, she fixed the shirt. <laughs> Just think of how many times you've gone to confession and said, I get so distracted during Mass. Of course you get distracted. 
every little thing can trigger a new thought towards something else. The evil one doesn't want you to pay attention at Mass. He doesn't want you to grow in holiness. He likes to keep us distracted because then it's easier to get his hoof in the door of our life. I can remember on more than one occasion being so preoccupied with something while I was driving from one place to another that when I got to the other place, I couldn't even remember how I got there and couldn't remember driving from point A to point B. Honestly, that can be pretty scary. But I think it happens to all of us. We're constantly distracted. In truth, I think we need to spend more time attending to the now instead of the what will be. I think God is calling us in this very moment to focus on, well, this very moment, the now. It's this moment that will prepare us for the work God has yet to accomplish through our hearts and our hands before his arrival, before he comes in glory. You see, Jesus promised us that he will be with us all the days of our life and that we will have the ongoing presence of his spirit guiding, protecting, strengthening us in spite of all of our distractions. But we have to make a choice to stay in the moment. Jesus is with us in all the events of our life, in every moment. And when the time comes, a time we know not the day nor the hour, Jesus will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. But we have to remember that in the meantime, he's here right now, walking with us. He's the light that shatters our darkness. He is our hope when we are in despair. He's our strength when we are weak. He's our salvation when we're called to glory. And until he comes to call us to glory, we must be light in the world. We must bring hope to our brothers and sisters in need. We must be strength to one another by the gift of our faith. Recognizing Jesus in the moment gives us the ability to do that. Together, we must stand in the now and grasp the hands of our brothers and sisters without fear or despair so that together we can walk in faith. The one who guides and leads us, the one who anticipate, whom we anticipate with great expectation, who will come in glory, will give us all that we need to restore our hope and bring new light into our world. So, brothers and sisters, sisters, let us together carry his lamp, his light, and walk together in unity and peace. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you now and forever. Thanks so much for joining us today. Take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.